for three. Hey, look, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm very serious. I, I told y'all, I'm, I'm on, I'm on my stuff. Now you want to know why I haven't really been doing these? Is because most of my investing has been in crypto, and uh, right now stocks are not as desirable. Um, I, I don't like investing when Democrats are in office. I said it. And uh, but that being said, I do have quite a few stocks I'm invested in, and I'm just kind of waiting till 2024 when the Republican wins. I think at that particular point, things will revert back to normal and I'll be happy I held on to what I have. But I've been in crypto, man. Crypto is like the unstoppable penny stock. There's no reverse splits. Uh, you know, they kind of move in the same trajectory as Bitcoin. So you can kind of see what's coming. I mean, yeah. But anyway, I got a new one today. I looked this up. It was uh, in my stock screener. SFT, Shift Technologies Incorporated. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. This episode ah, is brought to you by ReallyHood.com, the ReallyHood podcast, Vidmondo, and of course, Blue Space. All right, folks, as you know, with Shift Technologies, I'll start this company with a grade of A, and we will try to figure out what this stock is talking about. All right, Shift Technologies Incorporated is a end-to-end -end auto e-commerce platform transforming the used car industry with technology-driven customer experience. It provides digital solutions throughout the car ownership life cycle. Give me the meat and potatoes. What are we talking about here? What does it do? All right. <clears throat> the retail segment represents retail sales of used vehicles through the company's e-commerce platform. All right. The wholesale segment represents sales of used vehicles through wholesale auctions or directly to wholesalers. Uh, its physical operations are conducted in three West Coast hubs, Los Angeles, Oakland, and Portland. Um... So what do y'all do? <laughs> like, like uh, it provides digital solutions throughout the car ownership life cycle, enabling customers to purchase a vehicle online. Thank you, goodness gracious! All right, so uh, this looks like another like a car Carfax. I mean, that's what I'm getting. It's like a a, a more digitally friendly Carfax. Uh, it has about about uh, 1,200 employees. Specialty retailers is the industry. Understood. Got it. Okay. Uh, 1,232 employees. Understood. Okay, next. Let's take a look at their graph. Okay, if we start here, this goes all the way back to, what day is that? That is um, August of 2022. They were trading at $1.50. That's really high. It was actually pretty high. And then it just went on a slippery slope down into where we are today. Wow. So it's not a lot of, not a lot of uh, hope here. Um, it's, it's, it just seems like wherever you're, you're going to invest is going to drop. Um, maybe when you got here, you know, at 13 cents, you feel kind of good because we had a nice little pop up. This was back in December of 2022. Had a nice little pop up. You made some money if you got in on that on that date, and you made a profit when it hit 25 cents on the first, uh, or I should say, the third of January 2023. So I'm just trying to figure out. I like this little cup shape here. Uh, it seems like it moves in a cup shape from here to, you know, from time to time. If you hit the bottom, it kind of goes up, hits the bottom, goes up, hits the bottom, goes up. But then again, it's on that ever or never ending slide. And I'm not sure that that slide is going to change for us. So let's just go ahead and begin the fun, shall we? I'm going to automatic, automatically drop it down to a B. I feel like we're looking at some very obvious signs that this stock is on the down slide, is on the down the downside of its career, if you want to call it that. And the PE ratio, I'll look at that later. The market cap is 16.94. That's actually not bad. It's not a bad market cap. 
And ooh, look at the revenue. Goodness gracious. Okay, so this company has some some uh, some firepower is what I would like to call that. Yeah, they got some firepower for sure. Now, if we look at the financial summary um, for the third quarter, let me see. The company reported revenue was $161.87 million. Uh, compared to 179.8 million a year ago, so that's a net loss of about 75 million. And the return on investment, as of right now, is zero percent. I don't find it to be terrible for a penny stock. All right, I'm going to look at the PE ratios and see if I can find anything. If you've been watching these, you know my my favorite number is 25 when it comes to the PE ratio. And let's see what this one tells us. All right, 21. So just a little below that. So I'm, I'm kind of happy with that as well. I'm kind of happy with that as well. All right, dividends, fingers crossed. Am I gonna finally find a penny stock that offers dividends? My first guess is probably not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this won't be that one. All right, of course not. I, you know, I can, I can dream, right? I can dream. All right, next, let's take a look at the earnings. I wanna see if there's any earnings reports or anything like that that we can, uh, we can look at. Wow. So their forecast was 140 million and their revenue actually surpassed that at 161 million. All right, that's a good sign in my personal opinion. I actually am happy to see that they're in the green. Again, I'm starting to get a, a pretty simple you know, picture of this company. They make money, they, they do well. And they are pretty efficient when it comes to their resources. They're pretty large when you look at 1,232 employees. Obviously, they have enough funds to uh, you know pay their employees and stuff like that. So I would have to argue there's some some something here. If we look at hourly trading, it's a strong buy, and that's very rare when you're looking at technical indicators and algorithms. A strong buy for a penny stock on hourly trading is actually pretty rare. It's not a common thing. Uh, if we look at day trading, sell and strong sell, not really surprised. That's what I expect to see. Um, strong sell, strong sell for weekly trading. And what about monthly trading? Just a sell. That's actually not a strong sell. So that's a, a little bit of hope there. But anyway, um, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Now let's take a look at the historical data. And right now I'm going down to a B minus. And if you're wondering why it's because, you know, it's, it's a strong sale. Um, I know the revenue is there. I see that, but I'm not quite sure that I'm ready to settle at the B frame. All right, here we go. Uh, let's take let's, let's look a little deeper here. Let's see if we can find some more things here. Uh, today, what happened today? The stock end, or I should say, the stock price was nineteen eight at the end of, tra of the trading day, and after hours, it seemed to have a nice little boost to twenty six. And if we look over the last thirty days, the highest thirty one cents. Now, this is the kind of stuff I like to see. I like the fact that. If you got in at 20 cents, 19 cents, there's evidence that this stock is able to, you know, rise and make you some money back. Okay. The low is 13. Gosh, that's a huge, huge drop from 19. So that tells you right there that, you know, this stock is probably doing very well right now. Um, you know, more than likely somebody who got in at 13 cents is enjoying life right now. However, you know, you have to look at things from the opposite side. I think investors who only look at the money they can make are not good investors. This is my personal opinion. I think you have to look at the other side, the flip side. So you could get in, you can get in at 20 cents and then 
things can bottom out and this is where you're going to go 13 cents you'll be holding that bag for a long time and then the average this is a great space for me if you don't like the high if you don't like the low then look at the average the average is 19.6 and guess where it closed today 19.8 so that tells you that's about where this company seems to function i want to take a look at some very interesting things so i'm going to look at how it's doing this year by itself okay if we look at the first trading day of this year and then we go to today i would like to see how we're looking the high is 31 the low is 15.2 and the average is 20, uh, 29, all right, uh, 209. All right, oh, man, I'm still trying to get a picture here. I want to look at one more thing, okay? I'm going to look at how it performed last year, and that, in, that uh, would be not including the information we have from 2023 at all, okay? I just want to look at last year alone. I just want to see, you know, see what I find, okay? I'm just trying to find what the stock is trying to tell me. I'm like, the, I'm, I'm the stock whisperer. All right. So last year by itself, the high was $3. Okay. And the low was 13 cent. Obviously the average was $1.19.1. Man, this, this stock is kind of interesting. It's kind of tricky for me. I don't know what this stock is telling me. Um, it's telling me it's a quality stock, but there has to be more to it. There has to be more to it. All right. So let's keep looking. Let's look at the stock split history. If we look at the stock split history of Shift Technologies, zero stock splits. I love that number when it comes to stock splits. Zero. I love that number when it comes to stock splits. And I looked at uh, Seeking Alpha. That's another resource I'll be including because uh, I found out if you click charting and you click splits, it'll also double confirm because this resource has not been very dependable. But there are no current stock splits. That tells me that this, this company knows how to build itself back up should it fall. But, you know, you can't ignore the obvious. It's not in its heyday anymore, right? Um, we saw this year, or I should say last year, we saw it just booming. It had a nice little situation occurring at uh, $3.08. Like, what, what will it take to get back there? You know, it's going to probably take a stock split. <laughs> you know, it's, <clears throat> it's probably going to take a reverse split for it to get back to those, those glory days. Um, and then we can see here last year, a 95% drop that, that that's huge. I mean, if you got in at $3 and 70 cents at the beginning of the year toward at the end of the year, you were looking at 14 cents. You think that hurts your pockets? You think that it might wake you up and slap you in the face and tell you you're not a good investor if you make that decision. So perhaps there's another way of looking at this. Maybe we are the fortunate ones. We can get in at 14 cents rather than get in at $3.70 and lose a ton of money, 95% of our investment. But we can get in at the bottom and kind of just ride the wave. Like, hey, I don't really care what happens because it's only trading at 19 cents. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm not going to lose 95% of my profits unless it just bottoms out and goes over the counter. <sighs> decisions, decisions. Next, let's take a look here. I would like to see how news affected shift technologies okay here we go here's some news here okay they had a nice little run on the what is that here the 9th of december okay We're just looking at some of the news here okay just a massive downgrade by the way what these announcements just made a massive downgrade to this shift technologies forecast that happened in november okay and let's see here more information all right, Shift Technologies, Carl Lotz announced merger. Shift CEO steps down. I hate when CEOs step down because you don't really know why unless they are very transparent. A lot of companies aren't. 
Okay, Schiff announces inductment grants under NASDAQ listing rule. Okay, and uh, Schiff Technologies raises doubts about its future in SEC filing. Uh, so some doubts there. That actually took place last year, May. Okay, uh, Schiff closes acquisition of fear. So I see a lot of acquisitions and mergers. And for me, I like those most of the time. Okay, I like those. But why was this one such a bad situation? I want to read this article, if you don't mind. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> you know, I, I do this. Oh, the, 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 uh, the article is gone now. That's pretty convenient. Um, I wanted to see more about the whole CEO stepping down. Even though that's old news, it can probably still be prevalent uh, to what we're trying to find today. All right, now I want to look at the uh, short percentage flow to see how many investors are counting on this thing to fall and dry up. If we look at the short percentage flow as of December 30th, wow, that's pretty high. Um, I like I like lower numbers, like 3%, 6% at the max. Uh, this is about 10%. So there's a fair number of people who expect this, this company to uh, go bottoms up. And um, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Next, I would like to look at the filings of SFT. Okay, let's see what we can find. The first thing that pops out right away is a notice of delisting right there for all to see. Let's look at it. Let's, let's, let's figure out some more information here. All right, so this happened on December. Now, the good thing about this happening on December, it should mean they have until about June to get their situation together. And this might be a great spot for us to jump. Well, whoa, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. I am not your financial advisor. But anyway, I think this might be a good spot if you're feeling the same vibes I'm feeling. Maybe we can jump in now, right, at uh, 19 cents. I think 19 is still a little high, if I can be honest. I think that uh, I like. I would like to get in at 15 cents. I would like to get in. And, and sometimes what I'll do is I'll maybe buy a few shares now at 19. And, you know, if it goes up, I make some money, I sell, whatever. But if it goes down, I'll buy some more to average up or is it average down or average up? Anyway, if it drops down to 15, I'll, okay, well, I, I anticipated that drop. Here's a couple more dollars here and I'm going to average out my stock price or my, my uh, average price. Yeah, just, just follow along. All right, so I want to just confirm that June, here it is, y'all, June 20th. So what that tells me is there is no chance of a stock split or reverse split before June. I think, <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. So no, I don't I don't think so because I don't know why a company would just sell themselves out like that without giving themselves a chance. I think if you do a reverse split or stock split before June, before you have to, what what, what why what, why would you do that? I'm getting some good vibes here, y'all. I mean, it's been a while. I'm going to go to a B. <clears throat> I'm getting some good vibes here. I'm starting to like what I'm seeing and yeah. All right. Um here's another story just confirming what I just read. And this article came out some time ago. Now, I'm confused here because this one says that on October 4th, 2022, they received written notice. So why is that not showing up in Cap Edge? Unless I missed it. Because the article I just read said, oh, here it is, here it is, here it is. What's this one? This is another one? Okay, wait a minute. Let's read this one. On October 4th, received a notice, uh, received a written notice. Okay, fine. Uh, and they have until April 2023. All right. Now, what I'm going to do in my own time is read both of these articles because we just got two articles that's saying two different things. One is giving them till June and one is giving them till April. Yeah, let's go back down to that B minus. Um, I'm going to read that in my own time. I don't want to waste your time reading that, but I'm going to read it in detail before I even touch this thing just to understand why there's two different notices. And I need to understand that a little bit better before 
I feel comfortable. All right, so yeah, notice of the listing or failure. That means they have until April. That's a much smaller window. We are operating in Jan on January 25th. April is still some time away and a lot of things can happen in between now and April. Good and positive things. Uh, this stock, if you got in at 19 cents, could go up to 35 cents, technically. And you, you know, even if they do go bottoms up, you made your money off of that, that little rush. Okay, I'm gonna read that in my own time and you can pause the video and read it as well. But I'm going to definitely digest that before I go further. All right, here we go. Has less than one year uh, cash runaway. That's surprising. When I looked at their market cap, it looked pretty substantial. Um, highly volatile share price. You think <coughs> we saw them go for three dollars to uh, fourteen cents last year? Yeah, that's pretty volatile. I would say negative shareholders equity. I don't even know what that means. I got to look that up. Um, <coughs> I got to look that up in more detail. Currently unprofitable and not forecast to become profitable over the next three years. Hey, when was this written? I need to know, is this like current as of like yesterday? It was updated on January 26th, but was it really updated or this is just, you know, it's not even January 26th. It's like January 25th right now. Um, okay, it's telling me the last price was 20 cents. So this is pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. So currently unprofitable and not forecast to become profitable over the next three years. That's not good for us. Um, I think that puts us at a C plus with, with, with ease. Okay, yeah, I'm glad I went, I went here. This is my risk analysis resource. All right, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have a little fun here. Let's have a little fun here. Uh, let's say right now the stock is tra uh, trading at about 20 cents. And let's say I wanted to get in with about 2,500 share. I think that's a little high personally. Um, no, 2,500 is fair. And let's say that the company had a nice little surge it went up to about 25 uh, 35 cents let's see all right so you would pay 500 dollars to get in and if it were to go up to that little that little number there you would make about a good 375 dollars all right that's not bad at all is it and let's say for the sake of fun it actually did regain compliance by hitting a dollar or over a dollar let's just see what kind of numbers we get okay let's just see just checking out $500 investment, a nice profit there, $2,000. And let's have some real fun, shall we? Let's say you jump in at about 5,000 shares with that same scenario. All right, it'll cost you 1,000 to get in. Your profit would be 4,000. I like these numbers. And let's have some real fun. Let's say you, you came in with about 10,000 shares. You come in at 2,000, all right? Now you're really taking some risk because this thing can get delisted. But if it does turn over in your favor, you're looking at about $8,000 profit. I'm getting real tempted, y'all. Real tempted. But I'm telling you, I got to read that delisting news. I have to understand it better. Okay. And then let's look at my last resource. I would like to look at Stock Twist to look at the reactions of real investors who are, who are already in the stock, already have a stake in the, in the company. I want to look at how they feel and what they're saying. I think that their input is going to be very, very important. Uh, what do you call this pattern? I'm calling it piercing line and it is strong bullish. So somebody definitely is pro SFT here. 10% floated short, squeeze coming. Okay, understood. See, I told you, they're watching. I think this person is talking about the shorts, the people that are, that are expecting the company to uh, fail. This person thinks that this company is going to go, uh, <laughs> this is going to create a lot of bankrupt individuals. Um, this is probably a short, okay? This person says, these people have under 2,000 cars, thought the number would increase with the car lots acquisition. 
So again, we saw a lot of acquisitions for this company and perhaps this person is saying, if you have car lots and you have all these different companies, why do you have a short supply of vehicles? And that is your primary form of business. You would think an acquisition of this type, according to this user, they might've reached about, let's, you know, five to 10,000 cars. That's a good point, if I can be honest with you. Okay, um, let's see here, let's see here, what else? This person thinks that they're gonna be bullish, this company's gonna do well, but they're also alcoholics, so how much do we put into that person's opinion? Uh, cheaper cars means more sales. Uh, here we go. Good luck now, only 10.4 million shares to go. All right, I don't normally do this, but SFT is shorted to the hilt and may, okay, I can't read that person's right, I'm so sorry. All right, getting frisky this afternoon. Hopefully, we uh, she will blow. Uh, anyone know the compliance date? It is two dates, and that's the problem. We're not quite sure, rather I'm not. Okay, <clears throat> all right, so it looks like a nice little a neutral field. We have some people who believe in the company. Uh, you have some people who don't believe in the company. I think you can go either way with stock twist today. Uh, no definitive information here, in my personal opinion. I think it's kind of a, a tug of war type of deal between the investors and the shorts. So I don't know. But I think going back to my own concerns, my biggest question is why are there two notices for delisting? If you know the answer to that, uh, please feel free to chime in in the comment section because I, I really want to know why that is. And this is the first time I've ever seen it. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not all knowing when it comes to investing. I'm still learning every day, but this is certainly something I've never seen. But I did take the liberty of going through both articles. I don't see anything that uh, you know tells me why or how there might be two notices of delisting. But I did find this one thing. If the company does not regain compliance uh, by the compliance date, which is April 3rd, uh, they may be eligible for an additional 180 calendar, calendar, calendar days um, to qualify. The company would need to transfer the listing of Class A common stock to NASDAQ capital market, provided it meets the continued listing requirement for the market. So what that tells me is if they don't regain compliance by April 3rd, they would have to make some adjustments, but it doesn't necessarily mean they would be delisted. And I like that. I'm happy that if you got in right now at 20 cents and they don't quite make it to a dollar by, uh, what is it, you know, by uh, April 23rd, doesn't necessarily mean the stock is going over the counter because even NASDAQ themselves are saying that they would give them an extension of a, another six months if they made some adjustments and did some things. All right. And if we look at that more recent delisting notice, they have until June. Okay. So I'm not sure which one to believe, but I would I will say this for the sake of argument. I tend to go with the story or the article that's most recent. I think that's the way I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with the, with the, uh, the report that's most recent. And I'm going to say that uh, whether I go with the old article or the new article or the new report or the old report, we know that they have until April, 20, uh, April 23rd or something to that effect. Let me just make sure I'm getting my, my, my dates right. And I hate to be wrong when the information is right in front of me. April 3rd, my apologies. We know they have until April 3rd. And we also know they have six months after April 3rd should they make some adjustments. So from a safety standpoint, I'm thinking I'm going to get, I'm not going to even look past April 3rd. 
If I can be honest, I'm going to look at can they regain compliance by June 20th? That's the big question. And I'm going to tell you, one of the strategies here that could, that could be played is the last smoke strategy, meaning I'll get in at 20 cents and I'll, I'll you know, stake my claim now and get in and watch this company try their hardest to get to a dollar between now and let's say June 20th. And that's the last smoke strategy. I'll get in while you're trying to save your life. And in and, and doing so and trying to save your life, this company will try to push and it'll do all the right things and maybe even re reach 60 cents, right? And you get to take a part of that last puff. And then even if they don't make it to a dollar, you still was going, you, you, you were still able to go uh, along for the ride and take that last smoke with this company as they took their last puff of the cigar before they tossed the company away or something like that, right? But I don't know if that's what I want to do. I'm still I'm still pondering if that's the direction I want to go. I think that if I'm being transparent, I might jump in at about a thousand shares just to see what what happens. We saw the low 13 cents. It's pretty low. Um, but we also know that this company can get up to, you know, we saw just last year around this time that the stock was trading at three dollars. So, oh, man, it's a lot of fun. This is what this is the fun of investing right here. Uh, but if I'm being transparent, I might buy a thousand shares and just kind of, you know, just we just see what happens. OK, and maybe go for that last smoke ride with this company as they try to regain compliance. And maybe I can make a couple dollars along the way. But that's all I really got. And in terms of my final grade, I'm going to give Shift Technologies a C. OK, that is what I'm going to give this company based on all the different factors. And again, the C grade is not indicative of the company itself, but more or less how, uh, you know, the, the likelihood that we can make some money off of this company. I think you're right in the middle. Things can go left. Things can go right. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed that analysis. If so, you know what to do. Show me some love with a like or a comment or subscription. <clears throat> I'll be watching to see how many people are paying attention to this series. If not, I'll probably come back maybe in a month or two and do some more of these. If you're really uh, tentative, I'll come and do some more like in a couple days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, it's your man, man, Rick the Dawn, and I, I, I'll holler at you. Peace.